This is Travis Kendall. This is Elio Harmon. And you're listening to Season 2 of Monetary Therapy. Monetary Therapy. Hey, someone's watching. And then they left. (laughs) (laughs) At least we got one. Right, it's like a scroll feature, like... Uh, this is Monetary Therapy. We were going live on our Facebook page, facebook.com backslash monetary therapy. We got really creative with that one. That's right. Uh, but not enough people, not as many people like our Facebook page as they do us as people <laughs> in our people pages. Right. So no one was going to watch. No one logged in to watch. They're not real friends. They're not real friends. Uh, well, they are our, our real friends. They're not friends of Monetary Therapy yet, which oh, means yeah. we got to keep going. All right. So what are we going to be talking about this episode, episode seven of Monetary Therapy, Elia? There's so many things to talk about right now. Uh, why are you moving the mic away from my face? You're real loud. Am I yelling? No, but just give it space. <laughs> I'm Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> Stop. This is just the way this I is, talk. This is, we're going to give you the pop filter. Okay. Hey, man, I'm Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> All right, what are we talking about? Hey, we got a like. <laughs> That's what you want. My impressions always get likes, man. <laughs> All right. So what are we what, what are we talking about today? What are we talking about today? I want to have fun today. You want to have fun. So let's talk about something fun. How, how do we have fun involving money and therapy? Like that how can we do it? How do you have fun with money? Okay. So let's just talk about like uh you know, crazy things people do with their money. Okay. Right? Like so, hide it in the backyard? Some people hide it in their backyard. Literally, I'm suspicious of these people that I know that I think are like super rich but act poor. And I think like one day, you know, when it's all said and done, we're going to find out that these people are actually millionaires. They're actually uh, because they're acting poor. Oh, because you think there's a lot of these people that are actually poor that. No, I think I'm suspicious of this one group. Like you just brought it up like this. This two people living in the house together seem from the outside like they don't have money, but they have really, really behaviors that are indicative of people who have money. I think they're gonna fi- we're going to find out that they're loaded. What are Do you have examples of indicative of having money? Uh, so, they're, first of all, the house is paid off. Okay, yeah. So they have this really tiny house that's kind of run down and broken a little bit, but it's completely paid off. Yeah. What else we got? Uh... They are super duper cheap about stuff that you should not be super duper cheap about. Like what? Toilet paper? That's what I, I will never go no, cheap yo, on. No, yo, let me paper. let me tell you what was crazy, okay? One ply, get that one ply stuff so, out of here. So here's the joke. <laughs> the dude complained about buying gas for somebody giving him a ride, and here's the excuse. It's their gas. Yeah, but they're using your their gas to take you somewhere. They were, like, upset that they had to put gas in this person's car to take them somewhere. To take who somewhere? Take them. To, oh, like, that they were just upset they had to buy gas to go yeah, somewhere? Literally. <laughs> and their house is paid off. Come get, on, get man. Get an electric car. You had one job. Yeah. Galen Miguel Trim is telling us to put it in a coffee can. Yeah, so now we okay. know where Galen puts his money, so yeah. it'll be pretty easy to find Galen. Galen, let me see where your coffee cans are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what's another crazy thing people do with their money? Um, just spend it all when they don't have it. So they debt. Yeah, just debt. People go into crazy amounts of debt. Cray-cray debt. Would, would you say getting into student loan debt is crazy? Um, some, maybe, sometimes. I think if you go to school for seven years, 
Uh, maybe you just sh- should not go to school and figure out what you want to do and then go back when you know what okay. you want to do. Going to school seven years or going to school two years, which is crazier? Uh, and so not getting a degree. Uh, and not getting a degree. Seven, by far, yeah. If you don't get a degree out of it, you spent seven years of tuition. But that's so many more years of partying, bro. <laughs> I guess it depends on uh, what you want out of life. I mean, if you're going to go to college, I would rather go seven and just party then go to and drop out man you got to go all the way if you're not going to graduate <laughs> but but can't you just like party without spending like twelve thousand dollars a year on tuition that's not the point you're paying for the ambiance <laughs> it's college man i know a bunch of people that live like right on campus that aren't going to classes anymore but still live there and live like that life that's just immature that's just you, you, but going wait so being in school technically and then spending like thousands and thousands of dollars every year that's mature being re- being responsible in proximity to irresponsibility is immature <laughs> try to figure out that logic i i i'm gonna have to re- re-listen to the recording to try to figure, figure that one out it's a it's a mind bender well because did you i forget did you get uh, a degree heck no okay so what happened with you? What was your story? We, we I know we talked about it a little bit in season one, but you want the truth? Uh, just like the real quick funny version. Okay, the real quick funny version is <laughs> I was in no way prepared to go to college <laughs> from a from a focus and study standpoint, which is why I didn't get a degree. I could, if I wanted to, go get a degree and uh, do really well at it. Actually, when I put my mind to it, I got really good grades. But you know. I have one of those minds that doesn't like to st- sit still for too long. So how has that affected you at all? No. No. <laughs> has the student loans affected you at all? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That part hurts really, really bad. And you only went for two years or how long did you go? Uh, two. Two. Okay. Mm-hmm. And are you still paying off those student loans? Why are you all up in my business, dog? <laughs> because you only went for two years if you go for seven. Okay. So sh- should I keep it real? Uh, it, don't get too real. But... Don't get too real. Yeah, I'm still paying it off. You're still paying off. So how long ago did you graduate from your partying days? Uh, I graduated when I got married. Okay. That's about the only thing that could stop me. Wait, but so when did you stop going to school? Oh, uh, 2001. Okay. So it's been 16 years and we're still paying off. It doesn't feel like 16 years, man. But it has been. It has been. It's been been 16 years. You're still paying off those two years you're at school. I feel old. (laughs) If anybody tells me that's not my friend, you went to college 16 years ago, I will be highly upset at you. That just seems really, really long. Uh, go back to Elia. Go back, Elio. Go, go back, Elia. Thanks, Galen. Thanks, Galen. Galen also said uh, stay in college as long as possible with four beer mugs. He knows what I'm talking about. I think Galen is still in, high, is still in college because he still goes to all the Ohio State games. I think he still throws parties all the time. Gaylor, are you still in college? Did you ever graduate? Is it just a long? It's got he's yeah no he has the longest running impersonation of an actual attorney in the history of Columbus Bar Association. <laughs> he's he's got like four million dollars in student loan debt right now because he's just still taking classes. Yeah, he's never gotten a degree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but student loans are devastating, man. Yeah, so I did two years, and I pretty much did exactly what you did, but um, <laughs> but um, but uh, I got my paper, <laughs> <laughs> and it was a philosophy degree, so I don't know if it counts much. Mm-hmm. But I figured, let me get something just shitty mm-hmm. now, and just have the paper. 
Uh, and so I graduated in three years just because I had two, wanted to bail like you did, exact same thing. Right. And then uh, I remember conversations with my mother. My mom was like, well, can you finish the quarter? I was mm-hmm. like, oh, no, I already paid for the year. I'm going to finish the year. Mm-hmm. And that helped me put it in perspective so I could just, like, work my ass off. Like you said, put your mind to it for just one year. I couldn't imagine doing that for two years and right. staying in. But if I could just do that in one year and get the hell out of there mm-hmm. with something, I think that would help. And then now I'm in a career where I never needed a college degree to get a part of it. So. <laughs> total total time well spent. Time well spent. Is that, is that the, the the moral of your story? Uh, no, I didn't like most of it. I feel like everyone should go to college to actually like learn stuff about the world. You don't have to go to college. The point I'm trying but to like, make here is you don't have to go to college to do all of that. What do you then? How else am I going to learn about Roman history? Because I I remember a lot. Watch of that and I enjoyed it. the damn History Channel. <laughs> <laughs> but what if I can't afford? To- well, if I can't afford a cable, then I guess I can't afford college either, can I? Hey, man, you can afford Netflix Never if you gra- can't afford cable. <laughs> Never graduating ever, and he does another four emojis of beer. Uh, Galen has Galen. his emoji game with the beer, like, on. the. You know how if you use an emoji all the time, it's on oh, your it's favorites? number one. Yeah, that's Galen's, Galen's favorite emoji. That's eight beers in one night, Galen. You're going kind of cray tonight. Yeah, and we dropped out of the draft. Dropped out of the draft. You and I, did you notice? And and Matt Matt Burns <laughs> called us both out on it. Like, Travis and Elio dropped out of the draft. Therefore, I have to reorganize all the divisions. I was like, damn, he's shaming me. <laughs> so, uh, Elio and I are, are part of, uh, we go to a, a church uh, together, and we're, we have a church uh, fantasy draft. Uh, and I had to bail out because our draft day was on the same day that like a wedding reception was mm-hmm. doing it. Elio had to bail for some reason. But so we get a group uh, email to everyone from mm-hmm. the guy that's putting this draft together. And he's like, well, we had a couple people bail. Travis and Elio <laughs> called us out by name. man. <laughs> it, I didn't know that Elio couldn't do it. Elio did not, and didn't know that I couldn't do it. And we just suddenly get this email. We're both thinking to ourselves like, oh, yep, there's Elio and Travis. <laughs> yeah, just because I don't want to spend time <laughs> researching NFL player statistics for the next, what, 17 weeks. I was just going to do everyone on the Oakland Raiders. Like, I was just going to do, I was going to do March on Lynch. I was going to do Carr, whoever the quarterback is, as whatever their players are. I was just going to do all of them. You're going to bet it all on silver and black. Yeah, so I wasn't going to win anyway. So. Yeah, I don't think that was going to be a good idea. You're going to get blown out. supposed to be good, out. and they only have, what, two more years in that stadium? And that's what we should talk about in a monetary therapy episode, mm-hmm. is how the city of Nevada, not, that's a state, the city of... Las Vegas. Las Vegas mm-hmm. is paying like $2 billion over the next 20 years to build a stadium to bring a football team there. Taxpayer money is the best money to waste. Ooh. Taxpayer money is Ooh, the best, best money, money to waste. waste. Hey, that's the new album. <laughs> That'll be our new intro. <laughs> Kathy, thank you for helping us with dinner. We're in the middle of an episode. Uh, they usually take 20 minutes, and we're in 11 minutes now. Yeah. So we have nine more minutes. Yeah. Okay, so we talked about student loans. Student loans. Taxpayer money, man. Taxpayer money. Let's talk about taxpayer money. What's going to happen in the future with student loans? What do you think? That's crazy. It's the largest debt bubble that, yeah, when people default in mass on student loans, that's going to get ugly, man. Well, so have you seen the articles that are like, uh, millennials are killing the napkin industry. Millennials are killing the, the Dave & Buster's like restaurant industry. Millennials are killing the, the car industry because they're not buying cars. Mm-hmm. Like, have you you've seen all those articles? I think that's hilarious because they're blaming millennials for not spending money while mm-hmm. also taking all the money, not increasing minimum wage last 30 years, mm-hmm. suddenly having $40,000 of student loan debt, and then getting mad at millennials for not spending money when we don't have anything. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, no, it's real. I hate it. But, I mean, we have a lot of blame to go around, man. No, man. No blame let rest with we us whatsoever. <laughs> Millennials get no blame. We don't know what we want. No. That's hey, our biggest problem. All right, I'll take that blame. Yeah. I think most of us don't know what we We have no clue. We're just wasting time most of the time. <laughs> anyway, taxpayer money is the most beautiful money to waste. You know why? Because it's other people's yeah. money. Well, but it's kind of yours, too, though. Yeah, I know technically, <laughs> but I spend more of other people's other people's money if I'm making decisions about how that money gets spent. You know what I mean? So what if I spend no, I make no money, mm-hmm. uh, so that way I make nothing in taxes. So then I don't pay any taxes, and then I pay tax or get taxpayer money to. Can I do that? You can. How? I mean, like for example, if you can't work and you're someone who's disabled. You're not paying any money into the tax system. However, you could you're eligible for certain benefits because of your disability. So, you know. So why don't we all just do that? Because why aren't we doing that right now? At least for me, I don't want to speak for anybody. The viewers can kind of comment on this, but I need to have something to wake up in the morning and do. I don't just work because I make money. But you don't have any like hobbies? Like if you had $5 million right mm-hmm. now, what would you be doing? Would you be doing the same thing you're doing now? I would turn five to 10. I, I would, would turn, turn five, five to 10. 10. <laughs> I wouldn't spend it. I would invest it. I Guys, would save some. He was saying that he would turn his $5 million into $10 million. Because that's how this brain works, baby. And how would you do that, Elio? What's your magic secret to double your money? I would go to the person who gave me five. <laughs> and, and I'd ask I'd for five, five more. more baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's the easiest way to do it. So, Why would you complicate it? But would you, so if you had $5 million right now, just in the bank, you, you didn't need to work ever again for Seawolf Future, would you still be working where you work now? Would you still be doing the things you're doing now? Uh yeah, I would still be an entrepreneur. Okay, but what I may not be day? doing exactly what I'm doing now. Well, I'd be making investments. Dream, dream with me a little bit. What would you be doing? I'd be hanging out at coffee shops. <laughs> I'd be <laughs> full time job, just hanging out at coffee shops. I I I, I would be pre- pretending to be a venture <laughs> capitalist, like I'm gonna give you some money so you can tell me your idea, and then I'll go do it. Okay, so your life would be drastically different. My life would just, just, it wouldn't be drastically different. It'd be drastically different. I I have no idea. You would never walk into that office again that you currently walk into every day if you had $5 million. Listen, there's nothing more boring than retirement. (laughs) Don't let people lie to you. (laughs) Retired people are bored. Okay? So just because I have $5 million doesn't mean I am going to regulate, uh, relegate myself to boredom this early in the game. So I totally I totally agree that we have to be doing something. Humans are made and we've evolved to go hunt deer and build cabins and to like warmth and fires. And close deals. And, and close, <laughs> close deals. Close some deals. Close some deals. Uh, so you would be doing something. Of course. But you wouldn't be doing the job you're doing now. You'd rather be doing something different. I don't know. Is what I'm saying. Uh, I wouldn't do all the parts of my job that I don't enjoy doing. I might outsource some of that, but I'll still be working. Okay. I just don't know exactly what, what that what might way? look like. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But you got to make five into ten, man. You got to make five. Don't spend it down. Because I know most people, when they get $5 million, you know what they're going to do? Spend it all. Buy depreciable Buy assets. Cars. Big house. Houses. Big car. Just some land somewhere. Jewelry. Canada. No, don't do that. Just think, if I got all that money, I would double it. And how do you double it? I already told you. you talk strategy to the guy number you one. Talk to the guy you got. Strategy number two. 
Invest in yourself and invest in businesses. Real estate, maybe. Real estate? Income. Real estate. Not that fake estate. No, man. Real. This is knowledge right here. Estate. All right, what else do people waste their money on? Cars. Cars. Oh, man. Especially dudes. I just did that. I did that about a year ago. It felt good, didn't it? I bought it? it for about two months, and then... And then my commission checks weren't quite where I thought they'd be over mm-hmm. the next little bit. And I was like, this is a mistake. But now I owe more on it. Oh, no, the trading value is less than the loan. So it's not like I can even trade it in for anything. So Ouch. now I'm just stuck. How'd that happen? Uh, so what? I bought a brand new Honda 2016, Honda Accord. Mm-hmm. And I bought it for, I think, $20,000, $21,000. Right. I've been paying like three thirty four dollars over like a six-year uh, term. That was mm-hmm. cool. That was cool. That was cool. Uh, and then now as soon as you buy a car and you drive it off the lot, it loses like 20% of its value. Right. So right now a Honda Accord 2016 brand new, uh, or like, you know, with a, a little bit of mileage on it is looking at, I think is like $18,000, $17,000, something like that. Right. And I have like 18,800 left on it mm-hmm. after what I've paid so far. And so it's like, I bought a brand new car, which I did not need to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I realized, oops, that I shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. And then now I can't get rid of it. Now I just have to figure out how to keep doing the payments. But it's clean, though. It's. I need to get it detailed. I need to detail it myself. That's it's a nice car. You guys want some money saving tips? How much does a nice detail? car? How much money does a nice car having a nice car put in your pocket every month? Um, so I actually thought it would put money in my in my pocket um because i meet a lot with clients and i deal with finances so the better i look the better i uh, people will receive information just in general we talked about just for success the other day when you're teaching a class you always want to dress better than the people uh learning the information uh-huh. um and i really in the end i don't think it made any difference i i doubt it would have i thought it would um but i doubt it did yeah because how often are clients riding in your car well, but I go to their houses a lot. So you, they see what car I'm pulling up in. Mm-hmm. And so I remember one time I went to a client meeting where we just met out for coffee. Um, and I met a couple. And then later, talking to the woman, because we were already friends, uh, she had talked about that her husband had said, you know, well, he's driving a Cadillac, so he must be doing pretty well. He must know what he's talking about. Because mm-hmm. my car was in the shop or something like that, and I was driving my mom's car. Mm-hmm. And I was borrowing hers. Uh, so it does cross people's mind. And mm-hmm. so I, I think I was justified and rational in my thoughts, but I went like, you don't get a 2014 Honda Accord, you know, <laughs> like you don't need to get the brand new 2016. Yeah, that car note, man, it leaves a sour taste in your mouth after like the first three months. And here's this, here might be a surprise for people. Mm-hmm. Uh, the nicer car you have, the more expensive it is to insure as well. Mm-hmm. So I went from paying like 300 bucks a month. Uh, no, I went from doing like $80 a month uh, for just insurance and a car that was paid off mm-hmm. that looked crappy and it was a 1999. So it was mm-hmm. this old crappy car. So justified. We got new look. Uh, looks good. It looks business professional. Everything I wanted. Now I'm paying like $500 a month with Ouch. insurance on both cars plus the car payment. Ouch. Yeah. There's a little bit different of the price there. That hurts. <laughs> that hurts. That hurts. So that's okay. what stupid people. That's what. But, but guys get sucked into do. that though. Oh, from last episode, uh-huh. Annis is getting in. She ran a poll. On one of her sites that asks, uh, does dressing for success make a difference? And she's given us a report that uh, 95% of people said it does, both as the viewer and as the wearer. Okay. So it is solved and has proved it. If you have any questions or you think that maybe dressing for success isn't worth it, talk to Annis. She's got poll numbers. Yeah, she does have polls. We know how, uh, how well polls work. Annis, we love you. Keep running those polls, okay? 
What was your sample size, Anis? <laughs> Let's get real scientific. It's fake news. Anis is posting fake news. I felt so bad this week. Uh, so there's stuff that's going on in Charlottesville. We have a guy on a rugby team yeah. who's Jewish. And for fun, like his nickname was Jew. Like he made it up. Uh-huh. And so we would all call him Jew all the time. And he literally comes out on Tuesday, first practice this week, and is going like, hey, guys, you know, just in light of recent events, like, <laughs> let's not use that nickname anymore. I think we're going to not do that. And I was like, it was funny, but it was just like horribly sad at the same time. And it was just like, this is the America we live in. Okay. So, Annis, keep doing those <laughs> polls. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, so we talked about a clo- but dress for success because I, I, I think clothes – are the one place where we might get a little bit of pushback from the audience here because okay. Anna's is saying, and I agree with her, that um, dressing for success matters. It's and worth in order it. to dress well, is not done. You got to invest in some quality. You man. got to. I'm actually do. I actually uh, I held my pants up to the yeah. mirror this morning, and it was enough that I could probably be on the commercials of like I lost seventy pounds with whatever. Um, like it was sad. Yeah. And now I like I'm glad I'm not fat anymore. <laughs> But but also it's like now I got to spend another five hundred dollars on new suits or get these tailored and hope I don't stop eating at some point. Right, but I'm saying for your industry, you said you you are absolutely correct. People are going to make judgments. Yeah. And before I hand you a check, I want to make sure that you uh you seem on uh, to be doing well for yourself, which you look pretty good today. You get man. a fancy little tie clip. You get one of these things. Uh huh. And then people think you're Mormon. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, but you need sh- you need short sleeves to pull off that look, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you gotta roll your sleeves up. Oh, look what I did! I gotta get a new shirt now. I just marked a panel over my shirt. Just like a millennial, bro. Only a millennial screams. Look what I did! I did not unclick my pen. <laughs> Only I- a millennial screams because he got a pin mark. <laughs> On his shirt pocket. I don't have pocket protectors. The future okay. is in danger, people. <laughs> Who's gonna pay all these damn taxes? Who's gonna pay these damn? Da- I ain't paying taxes. <laughs> you paying taxes? I ain't paying taxes. This is Travis Kendall. This is Elio Harmon, and you've been listening to season two of Monetary Therapy. <laughs>